and welcome to Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Hello, sisters. How are you? Tired. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Taylor Did you say tired? ready for work and Riley is tired. Guys, this oh. is the earliest we've ever recorded, ever. It is before noon. <laughs> I know. Did you know that the world happened before noon on the weekend? No. <laughs> it's a Sunday. I thought nothing started until like 1230. I'm honestly surprised that this is actually happening. Like when we made the plan, I'm like, that's never. Riley's never going to be able to record at 11 a.m. <laughs> I was possible. at a friend's house last night. I set my alarm for 1030. Woke up at 1030. Left her house by 1035 and was here by 1045. That's true. And somehow in between there, I drank two cups of coffee, poured a third, and brought it with me, and have now finished a third. <laughs> but there's all kinds of... It's a warm day out today. It's a strangely warm February day. Sydney. I sat outside on my deck with my husband and daughter and had a breakfast pizza picnic. Sydney. That sounds lovely. <laughs> it is yeah. a weekend, and it is 11.21 a.m. <laughs> no one should be doing anything productive. <laughs> I, I started my morning... But waking up with my coat still on because Taylor had some fun at, after her shift last night. And maybe oh. I won too many drinks. And I finished eating the plastic container of pasta that I fell asleep with my hand in and uh, <laughs> <laughs> washed my hands. And now I'm recording. That well, was my morning. <laughs> well, that was great three job. Very, three very different mornings. Uh-huh. <laughs> There are no winners and losers here. There's no wrong way to wake up. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I like the the, the, the seamlessness of, of, of the, the morning. It was like, ah, I'm hungry. Oh, look, my hand is already in this vegan bento box. I can just just keep on going. Like a little abbreviation of sleep. Just jump right back in. Good job, Drunk Taylor. You set me up for success today. I was very excited because Justin made lactation cookies yesterday. That's not disgusting. <laughs> not for me. Uh, lactation <laughs> cookies are just a, an oatmeal cookie, usually with chocolate chip recipe, that are, they have special things in them that are supposed to be good for women who are breastfeeding, for people who are breastfeeding, excuse me, for anybody who's breastfeeding to uh, produce more milk. And so when I was like early in my, uh, in my breastfeeding career, that I am still career. in my I am still employed as a as a breastfeeding. I love person. this conversation we're having so far. Anyway, <laughs> I don't need them anymore because I'm I'm trying to wean my daughter. She's never going to wean. I'm going to be breastfeeding until the end of time. Why is this what we're talking about today? But this the, has nothing to do with what we're talking about. We'll figure it out before she goes to college. We'll figure it out eventually. Or but like kindergarten. The point is, my friend had a baby, and so Justin made lactation cookies for her and we were and we took them to her but there were extras and now they're in the house and i woke up this morning and got to eat lactation cookies first thing in the morning oh they're so good i would be afraid to eat them for reasons <laughs> no they're fine i mean it's if <laughs> justin eats them and he hasn't started lactating yet that's good <laughs> we all know that justin isn't lactating now <laughs> no, don't worry he's not lactating i'm glad we've had this three and a half minute long conversation about lactation they're delicious. They have steel cut oats and okay. brewer's yeast and let's talk about what really matters. Have, <laughs> have my sisters watched all of Riverdale? I have. I've been good. I, I'm still an episode. It's hard for me to Sydney. watch it. Oh, this is part of your you job now. People. 
I okay. I'm gonna say this right now. I'm only two episodes in. I know there are three, so I, I haven't caught up to the most recent one. This isn't a spoiler. This is just a statement of fact. I don't. I don't know that the Jughead actor is the best of actors. How dare you? Perhaps he has not been given great material to work with. Maybe it is not his fault. I don't know. I don't want to judge anyone necessarily and blame it on them. But he said the line, "Sardonic humor is just how I connect with the world." No one says that. Jughead does. No, Jughead does that. He doesn't say it. Show it. New ironic hipster Jughead says that. It's like meta script writing. Like, oh, we're we're too cool to even develop this character. So we're just going to have this (laughs) character tell us what he's like. This is it. And then Archie's going to be like, well, I'm the all shucks good old boy. So I don't know how to take that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we have re- we have referred to Betty as the girl next door multiple times, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I think yeah. we have referred to Veronica as like the the new rich girl, the new rich spoiled bee snob. Like she has called herself that We've a couple times. The, the gay best friend a couple times. That's, yep. That's been established. Yeah. <laughs> so and uh, Moose even the closeted football star. Yeah. There's this, there's some lazy writing going on. But, you know, I, I do have to say, because we started, we were talking about Riverdale before, we were talking about the old, the age-old Betty, are you a Betty or Veronica conversation. Yeah. And, you know, I, and and there's always been that thing like, oh, but who gets Archie? Can, can we talk about what perfect compliments Betty and Veronica are? Like, That's they true. are, they are the most perfect yin and yang in the Archie universe. They mm-hmm. are the most complete being together. And the show, I think, is really doing a good job of highlighting that. Like, yeah. take Archie out of the equation. Betty completes Veronica, and Veronica completes Betty. And I think if you as a person can embrace both the Betty and Veronica of yourself, you will be one. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> That's a powerful statement. And the okay. question, does he get Betty or Veronica, doesn't even come into play in this show, because the real secret third correct answer is Miss Grundy. Oh! That's so, I, okay, so, you know, like, we're getting pretty far away from Happy Days that Jumping the Shark is kind of an outdated reference. I think Jumping the Grundy is the new, is the new Jumping the Shark. They jumped jumping the Grundy. The Grundy. <laughs> Ew, it's, in the back of that Volkswagen bug. Oh, it's so um, I would like. I would like to say, though, Sydney, I know you haven't watched it yet, but this is your fault. This is a spoiler for anyone else who has not watched it. I do not blame you, but I blame my sister because she should have watched it. That's all right. Um, again, this is a spoiler. And previews for the next episode, we realize that maybe Miss Grundy is not really Miss Grundy. Yes. That maybe Miss Grundy is actually an old woman and that this is not really Miss Grundy. Well, that would make sense. Right? That's what I said. Since Miss Grundy was never a young, hot... She was... Anyway, I'm not going to get into Miss Grundy. I, uh, have we learned anything else about Polly yet? Yes. Okay. Because the thing is, let me just say this. Polly, in the comic books, is not a very often featured character because she's an incredibly successful investigative reporter in San Francisco who has a cool, together life, wears cool clothes, takes Betty on trips to San Francisco, and buys her sourdough bread that used to make me very jealous that I didn't have an older sister who did that for me. <laughs> you are the older sister that needs to do that for your Where's younger sister. Where's my sourdough sister? bread? Where's my sourdough bread? But she was very successful and together and cool and had a high-stress, high-powered job that she handled easily she was a single strong woman there was never a mention of any guy or that she needed any guy she's a great character um in the books yeah 
we kind of find out in this episode also, this doesn't give too much away. Maybe it's a spoiler. There's probably something more wrong with Betty than what we originally thought. Yeah. But <laughs> There's hey, something going on there. Who... Oh, I, I have to ask, because I, I couldn't remember this from the comics, was, was Betty's mom always named Alice and thus named Alice Cooper? Is <laughs> that always true? Oh, um, I just missed that. <laughs> she oh, introduced man. herself at the end of the movie, I'm Alice Cooper. I was like, oh, that's silly. <laughs> Dad you know, made that comment, too. <laughs> you know? Oh, I'm going to have to go to my books. She was always in- named Alice, I think. She was, I think right? that's right. She's, I feel all but the I don't names know are the same. Okay. Alice Cooper and then yeah. Fred Andrews and her Yeah, no, I, I guess you're right. Yeah. But but well, also, and last I'll say, uh, ju- justice for Barb, justice for Ethel. Um, yeah. They, they brought the, the Stranger Things actress that played Barb is Ethel. And I'm so happy. It made me so that happy. That does make me happy. She's on my TV or my illegally pirated laptop again <laughs> well i'm i'm looking forward to seeing ethel because she was a character who I, I felt like got much better treatment later in the books than she did early on mm, maybe you won't be looking forward to this episode with oh, ethel then well okay yeah you know what they do a lot of in archie's what's that sydney <laughs> they get it's they time date. for the transition <laughs> so we need like a segue music <laughs> They go on dates. Does it for us. Teens like dating. Date. They date each other. They, they do date date things. Teens date things, and sometimes other teens. And that's perfect timing because it's almost Valentine's Day. That's right. And the day this episode goes up, it will be Valentine's Day. Bah. Sorry, Tay. I, yeah. Oh, you know what? I don't. I'm gonna say I hate this. Valentine's Day. I've, I am um, someone who has been in relationships most of my. Uh, adult life like basically also all of most my of like your life. child life and i dated a lot so valentine's day was rarely a day that i was single just because i was often in relationships i've i've still never cared for it i hate valentine i just day. don't i don't really I've, I've never been somebody who likes flowers or jewelry i like candy <laughs> that's <laughs> like fine chocolate but like chocolate's fine we can eat that together i, I hate those conversation hearts oh, those are gross I don't know. I, I just don't do get the not. Valentine's Day thing. No, I love conversation hearts. What? I love Ugh. them. And I and and, and anyone that loves them knows they changed the flavors recently to fruit flavored and I Ugh. I am so sad about that forever cuz I like the chalk. <laughs> I liked it a lot. That's like people who like candy corn on Halloween. I like and candy the people corn who on like Halloween. What? <laughs> I, I like candy I corn love too. Candy corn. What? No one likes candy corn. Candy Corner conversation it's, hearts. What is wrong okay, with you all? Okay, like wait, Miss Dippin' Dots. Like dots. Excuse me, Dippin' Dots. Dippin' Dots are the ice cream of the future. Me. We all have to like Dippin' Dots now. You, no, you you like Dots. I'm allowed to like my gross seasonal candy. Yeah. You have no place exactly. in this I would argument. like to see the statistics on Candy Corn and conversation hearts versus the statistics on Dots. Well, you while you're working on those statistics, let's talk about <laughs> dating. <laughs> uh, not just for Valentine's Day, just dates, you know. Like regular teen dates. Regular old teen dates. The, now, see, Valentine's Day, one of the reasons I think I never liked it is as a teen, what that meant is that, okay, if you could drive, if, some, if somebody in the relationship could drive, you would drive to a very crowded restaurant, wait a very long time because it was very crowded, 
And then <laughs> thank you for explaining that. Like, like, I mean, like when I think about Valentine's Day as a teenager, it was like I would put I would get dressed up. Mom would help me do my hair. We would go to Olive Garden. <laughs> wait for two hours to eat. Wait two hours to eat Olive Garden. We would eat an awkward meal at Olive Garden, and I would probably get some candy, and that was it. And it was I don't know, like that's it. That's Valentine's Day. That's it's just like a date. Yeah. A lot of I, dates. When I remember back to high school, I like miss, if it was a fancy date, it, it was Olive Garden. <laughs> That's, that's when you knew that's that's when you really, really, really like care. If he took you to Outback, that's basically a proposal. <laughs> More or less. A guy miss... will buy you a steak. <laughs> that's a keeper. Yep. Yeah. Do, do you remember, like, in elementary school, when if you were going to bring a Valentine for somebody, you had to bring them for everybody, so everybody got Valentines? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I miss those days. I wish it was still mandated. <laughs> Oh, do you remember picking though, like the the Valentines that kind of meant something? Yeah, and also like if I didn't like someone, I was like, I'm not going to give them the sparkly Hannah Montana sticker. I'm just going to give them a regular old heart shaped sticker that came with the Valentines. <laughs> oh, those are the days. And then if I liked the boy, I put in extra candy. Well, there were always the big Valentines too. Usually on the back of the box, you got like the two extra yeah. big ones, mm-hmm. and though that was the one. You gave that one to the special person. You mm-hmm. gave that yeah. Ninja Turtles Valentine <laughs> to someone extra good. To that special someone in your class in you front of everybody else. I broke out the safety scissors for you, bud. <laughs> um, but dating, we, let's not focus too much on Valentine's Day. Yeah, because we talked about Valentine's Day last year. I, I, you have told me we did. I don't remember it. But if you want to go it. listen to us talk about Valentine's Day, there's an episode that was like how to Valentine's Day. So literally, we just talked about Valentine's Day. Uh, but I don't. I, I have a two year old. I don't remember things from day to day. So mm-hmm. I will take your word on it. <laughs> uh, the the hardest part of I remember dating in the teenage years was pre driving years mm-hmm. because that's when a date involved more than you and whoever was taking you on the date because then it was like, hey, do you want to you go to a movie this weekend? Oh, I'd love to go to a movie this weekend. I'm going to ask my mom if she can drive me. <laughs> or is your, is your dad going to drive this time? Who's going to drive us? Who's going to drive us to the movie? Like that kills the romance because then it's like there's the second part of the suspense. Like, I don't know. Does your dad have to work this weekend? <laughs> <Can> we... <laughs> What time do we have to be done by so they can pick us back up? <laughs> that, that that is true. There's no romance when when your dad's in the driver's seat. I remember my first boyfriend trying to hold my hand in the back seat of the car while dad drove us home from a date. <laughs> I was like, "This is scandalous! Stop!" <laughs> my dad can't know I have hands. <laughs> you know that's funny. I remember similar situations and like totally letting the hand holding happen yeah like oh this is our secret mom will never know we're oh, holding it's no one can see <laughs> like no one will know over your hands like underneath this coat we're touching <laughs> and i remember like handy mom cds like mom play this little earthquake cd <laughs> we really like it <laughs> we're just gonna sit in the back seat and secretly hold hands and listen to tori <laughs> it's cool in my case, it was more play this musical barbecue CD. 
gonna be so impressed and I know all of Brax parts. <laughs> uh, my first my first date that I really remember going on, well, I mean, like my first date was when I was in kindergarten and uh, another little boy took me to a spaghetti social at his church. I don't Woo! know if that counts. <laughs> so fancy, so romantic. <laughs> that was a whole other thing. <laughs> spaghetti um, social. Yeah, it was a spaghetti social. I don't know what that is. I just know what that's what that? that's what it was called. Can you imagine a little I, kindergarten boy being like, when you go to ice cream socials? Can any food be a social? Hamburger social, so. hot dog social, I mean, dipping dot social. No, we lived in the we lived in the deep south. Then isn't that just what you do? Like deep. you go to socials. I felt very much like Scarlett O'Hara. Like we're going at the, to the spaghetti, spaghetti social, you were not Scarlett O'Hara. <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> no. I don't know. I just thought that when you went to like events in the like south it was a social <laughs> you thought that when you were in kindergarten i didn't know what it was i knew that a cute boy asked me to go eat spaghetti with him at his church and i said yes <laughs> so i guess that was my first date. i the first thing i think of as my like first official date was when a boy took me to the movies and dad came and sat in the movie theater why like, why would he do that why well i mean we were in fourth grade and <laughs> he sat in the back of the movie theater while me and the boy sat further down and we watched The Sandlot. <laughs> That's what I remember as my first official date. You know, I, I actually remember as one of my first dates, a, it was a church date. Uh, and I it was like around Halloween. And for some reason, this like meetup youth group thing that I was invited to as a date, you were supposed to dress like you were injured. I, yeah. I, for the life of me, I can't remember why this was a church gathering, but I remember he won because he dressed up like he'd been attacked by a bear. And that was our date. He was all covered I, in fake blood and like had his hair spiked up and like bloody. Uh-huh. And yeah. And, and I, I just put a sling on my arm because I had a broken arm at the time. So I put it in a sling. And that was. Yeah. One of my earliest, a lot of my relationships have mirrored that situation. <laughs> hey, early on. you want to know what gets wilder? I was there, Tay. You were? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you were because you were friends with his big sister. Yeah, his older sister was my yeah. best friend at the time. And we we all went together. And I remember mom, like us telling mom, for some reason at this event, you dress like you're injured. <laughs> We don't understand it, but just make it happen for us. And so like you got a sling and mom just gave mom, mom gave me sunglasses and said, just tell everybody that you're blind. What? <laughs> why was Be- this church? I, I don't understand what it was. I don't, I don't understand why, but it was, you were supposed to have some sort of pro, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, infirmity. I, I don't remember. memory I have. And I'm glad you, you, you back it up. I, I look back at it. I, I cause I've asked, I actually, I've actually asked Justin if he ever, because the, the group, the youth, I don't want to, I don't want to start naming groups and, and I'm, this is not us trying to insult anybody. Please, please be clear. If this is something you participated in in your church, we just don't remember why we did it. And we're not trying to, (laughs) trying to say it was a terrible thing, but I have the same memory that you do, Taylor, of us being there and people dressed as if they had various injuries or, or medical conditions. And I don't know why. And there was a winner. And I don't remember anything about it. I mean, but I've asked Justin, like, because that that youth group he had at his church and he was a member of it. I was like, did you ever do this? <laughs> no, no, he it's didn't like, remember that. So I don't, I don't know. And, and um, I, 
Yeah, be thankful for the injuries you don't have that you've never been attacked by a bear. I don't know. I, I think I don't I don't mm, I don't know. I don't want to say too much know. about it. It was a whole other I, I mm, I've never I, participated in anything like that. It, may, it, it was maybe a little ableist there maybe, too. Yeah. So anyway. Anyway, I, um <laughs> I just remember having the biggest problem between like I wanna look cute, but I also have to be injured. How do I do this? I'll have a cute sling. Just a cute sling. Draw a, a little heart sling. on it. Heart on bedazzle it. Look at this. It's accessorizing with a sling. But it's still a cute. That happened. <laughs> what a weird date. I didn't know that was your first date. I don't think it was our first date. I, I But that was... I, well, actually, maybe it was. I think that was the first date on I went with that young gentleman. We were in third grade. Like It wasn't like we had a, a lot of outings. <laughs> no well i mean that's same with me i mean I, I went to the movies with that boy i went to his baseball games and we went to camden park which is a local amusement park once mm, cool camden yeah, park our, is so cool. Our, our entire relationship was mainly just during recess him myself and then another girl and her boyfriend we would pretend we were kelly and zach and slater <laughs> and uh oh god jesse and that that's we would act out like we were the the cast of, of Saved by the Bell. Wait, which um, couple were you? Yeah. Oh, we were Zach and Kelly. Absolutely. You were Kelly Kapowski? <laughs> Absolutely. Taylor, I love you, but Kelly... Oh, I'm a screech. <laughs> Who's kidding? <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I don't even mean that in any way. I just mean like, you you're know not. what? <laughs> Some boy looked at me and said, that's Kelly Kapowski. And Aww. for a brief moment, I was. That's what we all want. We all want someone to look at us and say, that's <laughs> Kelly Kapowski. Heck no. I was Jesse no. Spano, and I'm proud to be Jesse Spano. No, that's my whole life. You want someone that looks at you and go, dude, you're a total screech, and I love you anyway. That's what you want. <laughs> but I, I am Jesse Spano. You're so mm-hmm. excited. You're so excited. I'm so scared. <laughs> I never abused caffeine pills. I just drank a lot of caffeine. Uh, the only time I remember being, I don't even think it counts as a date, but a boy liking me in elementary school was um, when I was in TAG, which is like the talented and gifted program, which is really mm-hmm. like leave school once a week and go hang out with other kids from other schools um, and do like, I don't even. We, talented and gifted things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we read books, <laughs> I think. I don't know. Um, but one of them uh, was one of my theater friends, younger brothers. And I guess he had a crush on me and told all the kids at his school that I was his girlfriend. But I told all my friends I thought he looked like a girl and I did not like him. But then he brought me uh, on my birthday. He brought me candy and a card and then told me he liked me and then came and saw me in a production of Snoopy we were doing that time and uh, gave me flowers afterwards. But he had to come because his sister was in it. But then he told me I was his favorite and I still did not like him. Oh, <laughs> that's a sad story. Now we're now we're like best friends, and it's fine. But that's just that's how Aww. our friendship started. I was say, sounds like a sweet kid. Yeah, that's how our friendship started. But that's a. I don't know that that's a date though, right? No, but that's the only time a boy. Oh, I'm talking about like boys liking me or people liking mm-hmm. each other in elementary yeah. school. Like that was that was the extent of relationships for me. In in high school, when it came to dating. um it was a lot more like I feel like that was where group dates really started at first. Yeah. Like you're dating, but not even like group, not like double dates. It wasn't necessarily that everybody was coupled off. But you were hanging out with all of your mutual friends at the same time. Exactly. Yeah. And on a date. So it was like a way to date more because all of us were going to the mall. All of us were going to a movie or mm-hmm. like, or because I mean, 
because of the theater thing, there were also lots of occasions for all of us to be together yeah. at rehearsal or whatever, and then go to a restaurant afterwards or go hang out at somebody's house afterwards. So like a lot of dating wasn't just whoever I was going out with and just the two of us like going out on a date. It was a group hang and then we would kind a of group just hang. Yeah. And then we would be holding hands the whole time or just, you know, sitting next to each other. Yeah. I don't know. As I got older, maybe some moochin'. Wow. Moochin'. Some, some smoochin' and some moochin'. Uh, I will say that was very common for me, especially through theater, but not with people I was dating, just with like people that I liked. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, oh, I really like him. Can we make it so like we're all hanging out together at the same time so I have an excuse to hang out with him? So that my friends would like plan this whole theater, get together like after a rehearsal, we'd go like bowling or go see like, I remember one time we went and saw Les Mis when it came out in the theaters and we all sang along together. <laughs> that was our group hang. We saw Les Mis, mm-hmm. the movie. Um, but yeah, that was definitely how I got to hang out with people that I liked. I mean, because when you when you went before you could drive, when you would want to just go on dates of two of you, it was so hard to like be spontaneous and romantic when somebody was dropping you off and somebody was picking you up, and you had to pick like there are only so many places, especially in a small town like this, that you could yeah. go. So it was like we're going to go to a movie, and then usually at the mall, so we could eat dinner in the food court, <laughs> and then. <laughs> get picked up and maybe we'll swing through spencer's if we have a few extra minutes check out the cool t-shirts at hot topics <laughs> i would be too embarrassed to go with a, a, a young man to spencer's <laughs> so many things there that would be embarrassing to see together see i when, by the time i was in high school like i was totally fine with that and the crowd that i hung with we talked about stuff like that a lot <laughs> it was the it was the, the I, I not to stereotype but i was in show choir i was in theater we were you know Don't, oh god please stop please the, you know they make the joke yeah. in uh, mean girls about the sexually active band geeks. kids band geeks yeah we were the sexually active choir members <laughs> I, I, I was gonna say like you said that like you know you're in show choir so like what like oh that means you know about sex stuff how? I don't even ne- I'm not even going to necessarily say the sexually active because I don't even know that anybody was doing anything. We just all like to talk about it. Like mm. we we're not, you know what? We're cool. We're very open-minded here. We're very liberal. We talk about everything. We go to Spencer's Gifts. We look at all of the dirty stuff because we're cool and open-minded. Or at least that's how we looked at it. I've I've looked at a shot glass with boobs on it before. I'm cool. Whatever. I don't judge anybody. <laughs> you can tell. I will say that's very true, though. Growing up where we did, uh, your two options were pretty much our downtown area where you could go see a movie and then like go get ice cream across the street. Which or, didn't exist when we were growing up, by the way. It didn't exist? No, uh, we didn't in that whole area, yeah. Was there anything there? A there was a Chi-Chi's. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Chi-Chi's was great. Mexican pizza. The, yeah, they had Mexican pizza that was delicious. That's where oh, we got the man. seafood nachos from. The seafood nachos oh, were so good. good. And their fried me. ice cream was the best. Yeah. Well, oh. you could get fried ice cream. There you go. That, that was all that was there. Oh. There was a Chi-Chi's in the Civic Center and lots of parking. Well, <laughs> now that area, there's like a movie theater and a Starbucks and a place to get ice cream. Um and then you can go to the little mall. fountain. Yeah, a nice fountain. Uh, and we we were of a date to ask somebody too. Hello, other part of the human species. Would you like to check out the ample parking in the downtown area? <laughs> <laughs> There's a giant empty parking lot next to the Civic Center that has a Chi Chi's. We can also go to Chi Chi's. 
We can get fried ice cream and stare into the void. That actually sounds like most of my dates. As as I got older, the cool dates that I would go on, I think, were... um, And I don't know if this was just because I dated a guy who was in a band. But to concerts or to see, like, local shows, like, to see other local bands and then also to, like, drive to the big city... You know. What was the big city? Charleston? No, we would go to Cincinnati or Columbus and, oh, okay. and drive drive to a big city and actually see like Weezer or Foo Fighters or How old are you? I mean like seventeen. Yeah. Oh. I went on a lot of those dates with you. <laughs> you did. We would take Taylor a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think there's anywhere where we could do that now. Like see local fans and stuff i don't know if that would be possible i'm not i'm not in that scene anymore so i don't know but there used to be a lot of the ywca huh is the ywca still a thing there that's Um, i mean it still exists yeah we used to go to the ywca a lot the only place i know of that you can do that is (laughs) is uh for some reason our downtown area has started becoming like increasingly more like hipster-y do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. we have like a bodega now and we have an escape room <laughs> and we have like that's it those are the only cool things we have downtown you know what you know i'm like you know i'm being legit like you know that's true I know. you said just, the exact same thing before you were exactly right it's just so funny you know what hipsters like <laughs> a bodega and the escape room i wasn't done oh okay sorry Continue. Never mind. Go ahead. And, and we have a peace, love, and little donut. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> okay. Okay. You got. You got ironic donuts. Uh-huh. And we have okay. a coffee got- shop that's not a Starbucks, and that's what people like about it is that it's not Starbucks. It's real coffee, <laughs> and they have open mic night. And that's you- what I was going to say is you can go to uh, open mic night and see bands. Yes. Yes. Do you have a curated vintage store? Um, mm. That's a, that's okay. Open one because it's time. Everything else. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't yeah, know. I don't think so. I mean, there's a lot of like. We have like a like a Plato's closet. Huh? We have like a Plato's closet. What's that? Where people can like go and sell their old clothes. Oh yeah, we have a lot of places. You know, um, consignment stores. But no. Yeah. Yeah, when mm-hmm. we need that. But but like uh, when I was saying we're becoming increasingly more hipster, and those are the examples I gave for where we live. That's what people consider it. <laughs> like the only people that go and hang out there, are like the the young hit people so back when when i was younger those i i think i've named have i missed any of the major dating spots tay because i feel like i mean I'm we would the go right person to ask because i think i went on three dates maybe in huntington under the age of 18 <laughs> maybe well Okay, I will tell you. I went on lots of dates. One of them was the weird injury church thing. I'm including that <laughs> as a date. That's how many cases I had. a date. I mean, the, we, we would do the movie dates. The movie dates were very popular because then you could put your arm around the person. Oh, wow. Yeah, and that was a big deal. Um, I remember the first date I went on, he got his watch caught in my hair, so that was unfortunate. But we survived. We went on a second date. <laughs> Uh, you could go to the Olive Garden, obviously very popular. <laughs> um, the cool, the cool, ironic dates were like, oh my gosh, let's go to Billy Bob's. It will be so funny. Oh, let's go to Billy Bob's. Such a good ironic date. Yeah, and and we used to go, we used to go to Billy Bob's because we thought that was hilarious to like go and oh my gosh, we're playing games, we're eating pizza, but we're teenagers. Can you believe it? This is so crazy. 
I will say we've done that as like a group date type thing before. Mm-hmm. If we went and played laser tag, yeah, <laughs> we're like, that, wow, look at this. All these little kids are here. And we're here to play laser tag. Or like pre-dance. And I won't get too much into dance because that's a whole episode unto itself. But like yeah. pre-dance, instead of going to like a real restaurant, going to like Taco Bell or McDonald's or whatever and being like, oh my yeah. gosh, can you believe it? I'm in a prom dress and I'm at Taco Bell. Can yeah. you even believe it? Um, I will say the type of... What? Oh, I thought you're. I thought. Never mind. I thought I heard something. I'll cut that out. Uh, I was, the type of date that seems more popular now that I guess was for you all is like not even going anywhere and just going to someone else's house on a date. Yeah, like that's what's a date. Once Netflix you're already dating, chill someone. only actually chill and not the secret meaning of chill. Yeah, like I think that only happens mostly once you're already like in a relationship with someone. Like not like your first date would be that, but like after you've been on like a few dates and you're officially dating. It seems like the only kind of dates my friends with boyfriends go on or girlfriends is uh, going to each other's houses. So they're, I mean, they're smooching, Riley. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's smooch. I mean, we did that. Like, that existed <laughs> back in the that. 90s. Okay, but like, you weren't talking about those were the m- majority of the dates people were going on. No, that's true. Okay, fair. Fair enough. I had I'm those dates. I'm supposed to clean out differences here, Sydney. That's fair. I had those dates too, and it was hiding in the basement i in, which by the i mean like it was a finished basement <laughs> like, a, <laughs> I mean, like a, a concrete cold <laughs> like crouching in the corner <laughs> no but like like watching tv down in the basement and like listening for mom and dad to come down the stairs and try to get some smooches in before before they made it downstairs why like, would they be coming downstairs just like hanging out because with they all? knew we were smooching to oh. stop the smooching Sydney just loves smooching. Mom and Dad to keep an extra eye on her. I know, this this is this conversation is just so bizarre to me because I I have so not a frame of reference. Like Sydney, at the age that you were smooching in the basement, I think I had like an online role playing boyfriend. Maybe I did. I actually did. <laughs> Spyro sixty six. We did D and D campaigns together online. Like that was the only. <laughs> we never smooched. Taylor, really? what if Spyro sixty six is listening right now? What's up, oh. B? <laughs> Long time no see. Maybe you never really broke up and you're still dating. Uh, maybe. I, I liked it some part of me. That's that's what that's what I'm gonna tell myself. That's why every relationship goes bad. Some part of me. Still, still in love. Still with Fire sixty six. I can't. I the the basement smooching thing. I think a lot of people will connect to that. Like you're you're down there. Basement and you're, smooching. Oh, you're pretending to watch a movie but like at the same time i'm listening for the creak of the stairs because dad would get pretty good at being sneaky (laughs) yeah to try to just like pop his head in or mom would sometimes but mom was a little more like hands off like they're honey they're not gonna get in trouble like leave them alone yeah and like dad would just periodically hey you guys need anything or just check in the garage for something or just had to come down you know put some laundry in the machine whatever (laughs) you know need a drink yeah. Okay. Hey, when are you heading home now? What what time are you gonna head home? <laughs> Dad's done that before for me, except on like having a lot of people over, like theater get togethers, and it's just like half boys and half girls, and we're all just downstairs in the basement, like wa- <laughs> watching videos of our old shows that we all did together. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> like in that uh, Crucible cast party sketch where they're like crouched in the closet watching their video from their show we actually have done that before and he'll just pop in and be like hey what are you all what are you, all, what are you doing <laughs> we used to do that too actually we used to watch our own 
our own show. But you know, there's always the one couple that was there that was dating in the show and is dating now that's like secretly like holding hands and smooching in the back. Exactly. That's what blankets were for. So you could hold hands under blankets and Mm -hmm. nobody would know. No one guessed. (laughs) So like, yeah, we had those dates too. We had the, we had the hanging out at somebody's house date, but that was like, that was code for we're going to make out. (laughs) I mean, I think all dates now are kind of code for we're just going to make out. (laughs) But what about going and experiencing the world together? Like what? In our small town, Sydney. We went to so many, but like we went to so many concerts and like. But see, I don't think I would be allowed to go to like Cincinnati or Columbus with someone Why at not? this age. I was. I mean, I was like but six months take older Taylor, than... Didn't you yeah, take Taylor with you? <laughs> I was there. <laughs> were were the, you my chaperone? Taylor I think was, like, I was actually. A knowing back. chaperone. Take Taylor. It'll be good. Take Taylor. Like, oh, I get to go to all these shows. I'm just there to be your wet blanket. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of it had to do with like the guy I was dating was a fairly responsible guy. Like, he... Yeah. My mom and dad weren't worried about like him drinking and driving or anything like that. Um, and they knew him well. And I mean, I think the other thing is mom and dad trusted me. So maybe you should ask mom and dad about that because they trusted me a lot. To, but you I, also had Taylor with you. And I had Taylor with me. So <laughs> how much trouble could I have gotten in? Well, I think anyone you else would, you would have had with you, like another friend or your little sister or anyone. It's just like you don't, you're not worried if it's like oh, there's a third person there. Yeah. Mom also, I don't know if I've said this on the show before. You know, mom told me it was illegal to have sex before you're married. (laughs) And it was a long time before I fully like accepted as a human that 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 was not true. true. Um, Even once I knew like, of course, that's not true. There was still a little voice in my head going, but what if it is? You don't want to go to jail. The cops are going to bust in and be like, you're under arrest (laughs) for premarital sex. (laughs) Well, I didn't know how it worked. Spot. That's what they do. They just <laughs> immediately married. <laughs> now you have to be married. I don't yeah, care if you're 16. I, I don't know. Mom did a really good job of instilling that fear in me, though. So it was like not it was not on the table for me. I was terrified of the whole prospect. It was like, no, we wouldn't go there. And I don't know. I never see I never even heard any of that because I think that mom and dad that was the farthest worry from their mind with me. (laughs) (laughs) I've never had to have a talk like that either Tay so it's not just you. Never even a concern it's like we hope that she knows how to talk to people we don't know if that's true we're not worried about anything beyond that. (laughs) I don't know I I mean part of it was that I will say this part of it I think all the talk that my friends and I like we talked pretty openly about sex and mom was always and you guys can vouch for this mom was always that like cool mom who hung out with everybody and all my friends want to talk to my mom sometimes more than they want to talk to me yep and and so as a result mom would sometimes get involved in these conversations Mm -hmm. where with teenagers talking openly about sex stuff and because she was so plugged in and in tune with that I mean, I think, I don't know, I think that helped in some ways because we had a lot of really open conversations about safe sex and about why maybe it's not the best decision for you right now, why maybe you're not ready to take on that responsibility Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. And it was very easy for me to be open about it. And that included like guys I hung out with Mm -hmm. and guys even I dated. And so, I mean, there was no, I never felt, and I was very lucky in this regard, I never felt pressured to do anything. Mm-hmm. I, I never had that experience where I was up against like, I'm alone with a guy I'm dating. I'm willing to do this, but now 
I'm being pushed to maybe do something I'm not comfortable with. Mm -hmm. I I never had that experience as a teenager. Yeah, I will say. And I was very lucky. I'm not saying that that was because I necessarily did anything right or wrong. I just, I think I was lucky in that my experience was always guys who were on the same page as me. Yeah, Yeah. growing up with mom uh, directing theater, which like we said, is already a very (laughs) open group of people. And like having theater people sleepovers with like just a bunch of girls waking up in the morning and like, I wake up, they wake up before me and I walk in and they're already having conversations with mom about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I mean, I've never had to have a talk like that with just mom, but I mean, now she like, you know, is we, I know she's cool. I know she's chill. <laughs> oh, she's cool. And like, I don't feel weird talking about that. And I guess that's like important mm-hmm. when you're a teenager and dating and stuff like that. Yeah. I think it's good. I think it demystifies it. Yeah. You know, it destigmatizes it. Like all of a sudden it's not some secret special thing that adults know about that you're not allowed to do. <laughs> Once mean, you turn 18, it's like someone like hands you a video and they're like, okay, watch this. <laughs> you're it, 18. Tells you, it tells you everything you need to know. You're 18. Here's your voter registration card and your porno. Watch it mean, for instructions. I didn't mean that. <laughs> it's like an instructional DVD, like telling you like what you need to know. An instructional DVD on sex? Yeah, like a health class. <laughs> like they show you a video in health class. Are you are you waiting for the day when you get an instructional video? No, I don't okay. want one. <laughs> I was making a joke. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> I feel so attacked See, in this episode. I, I watched anime. I didn't need an instructional video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, careful, Tay. Careful. That's not necessarily how they do it. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some stuff in anime. Be very careful with I know. that. I, I keep I keep waiting for the the. I didn't even uh, <laughs> just whoa, Riley. Don't listen to Taylor. If you have questions about sex, come to me. <laughs> First, this is not what I agreed to when we said you, we were to this episode. You use your magic ninja powers. Remove no. each other's clothes. That? Wait. <laughs> no. Please. I Can we please not tell you about this, please? <laughs> I won't go any further. I, I was going to make a very uh, enlightening <laughs> point. What is your enlightening point? Well, look, I was trying to get back to our original topic and the point of our show, which is to point out what? differences. Please do. And as we're nearing the end, we usually like to wrap things up and make some sort of enlightening point to well, wrap are, everything up we've discussed. Well, could you do that? Because clearly Taylor and I are not capable of it. Yes. <laughs> um, I was just going to say that now that we have like, what? What? Are you going to laugh at me? What? <laughs> Try to make smart point for all of our listeners. Make your point. Uh, I was just going to say that I think now that we have texting and technology and media and stuff that if you go on a date with someone, it's not as much as it was. I feel like when you all were teenagers where it's like, oh, you went on a date with someone so you all are like together now. And Mm -hmm. like everyone knows that like it's more you go on a date with someone and everyone finds out about it through texting and social media. And then it's like either especially in high school, it most of the time doesn't work out because it's like everyone is talking about it. And you end up not even dating that person. You just like went on a few dates with them. And it's like you're not friends anymore because you went on dates with each other. And everyone knows about it. It's like it's really awkward because you all have the same group of friends. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's more uh, open for other people to know about instead of a personal private thing. Well, because you guys are constantly like texting and communicating afterwards. Right? Yeah. That, that is an interesting point, though, because I, and only in recent relationships has it come up. But I guess it's it's a 
a regular thing for your generation, Riley. Um, like, I, I, you know, it used to be you'd go on a date, and that was that. And you would hear from other people, like, How, what did he think of it? You'd hear back. But, like, I, I was um, almost overwhelmed more recently by, like, wait, this person can talk to me all the time via text message. Like, it's like they're constantly... Mm. saying things to me and making comments and we're in conversations like it's not like a phone call where you just you know like you maybe like have a long phone call with someone and that's that's a part of the relationship like it's it's a constant stream of back and forth which is a little overwhelming to me being someone that needs that like let's go on a date now i need my me time (laughs) yeah i feel like it's a lot more pressure also because it's like if you go a day without in your all's time if you went a day without like having a phone call with someone you were dating it wasn't that big of a deal because like you couldn't always talk on the phone with someone and no one thought anything of it Mm -hmm. like you go a day without texting the person you're dating and you don't talk at all like on a weekend like that's the worst thing ever like your relationship is over like it's like you're always connected so you always have to be in connect and like in conversation with this person or else there's something wrong that also takes away i think a little of the um you know the old absence makes the heart grow fonder kind of thing is there's a there's a an extent to which that's true Mm. you see the person especially early when you're young in a relationship and you're dating and you get to spend time with them and then you don't for a while and you don't get to talk because you've got school or whatever Mm -hmm. your mom just won't let you get on the phone right now whatever it is that whole time you're building up like oh when i talk to him again we're gonna talk about this and then when i see him it's gonna be like this and like you you have all that narrative in your head and you, there's no room for that for the fantasy and the the wandering and the thinking and the the pining like there's no room for that if yeah. you're constantly texting with the other person you they're just there mm-hmm. that's true it's also kind of harder to develop actual relationships from there because at a certain point it's like you talk to someone so much that you're just friends at that point and like you're just talking as friends and then it's like how do we date if like this is we know everything about each other because we've just been talking constantly because we're friends and like we hang out together all the time because all of our friends hang out together all the time so like, how, how why would we date? How would we date? We're basically, we talk all the time anyways and we see each other. So like, it's harder for actual relationships to happen, I think that way. If like you have the same group of friends and like you're always seeing each other and you're always talking because you mm-hmm. can text and you can use social media and stuff like that. I think it's harder to actually have relationships, at least as a teenager now. That's that's one thing like, I, I don't know. I, I I'm curious, like what about like online dating or or apps or or things like that is that something that your generation does i mean no one that i'm friends with because we're technically too young (laughs) but like i mean i obviously know people like friends i have that are in college that have those apps and do stuff like that Mm -hmm. you have friends in college who are i mean like 18 19 years old who are doing the dating apps and stuff like they have one yeah well because i I don't know if they actually used it but like, as recently, like, when I was in college, that was kind of, like, a thing that maybe you'd do, but you'd be kind of ashamed of. Like, if you found your boyfriend or girlfriend via OkCupid, you didn't tell anybody. That was embarrassing. Maybe you did it, but you didn't tell anybody. Hmm. But now it's just so normal. It's it's so normal. I mean... Yeah. I feel I, like that's a big shift even from when I was in college, Tay, because I, I didn't know anybody who was doing that in college. Yeah, I have... I mean, one of my friends in college already had a relationship, but I have two other friends in college that have used dating apps before. Hmm. No, I mean, it was, I guess the the idea of dating websites, because this was before apps, back when I was in college, the idea of a dating website was more geared towards like, 
you're an adult, Mm -hmm. maybe, especially like you're an adult, maybe you focused on your career, maybe you're more of a professional and you just like, you've kind of put relationships on the back burner and now you're at a point in your life where you really want to meet somebody, but you're busy and it's hard and you don't have a lot of time to go on dates and, Mm -hmm. or you just, you know, maybe where you live, you just don't know. And so anyway, instead of hanging out at bars and looking for other people, here's a good way to connect. That was Mm -hmm. kind of the attitude about dating websites back when I was in college. It was not, Mm -hmm. the idea was not like, I'm young and I'm looking for somebody to hang out with. So I will use a dating website. Yeah. Mm. It just wasn't now. And I'm not saying that's true now. I just think that was more the, the idea behind dating websites, or at least that was my perception of it back then. Yeah. Cause I mean, if you wanted to meet somebody, you just went to a bar. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's interesting and this is just a stray observation, but cause they're the, the early ones were invested in like, who like you'd fill out detailed profiles about yourself and you talk about your likes and dislikes and, to me, that was appealing because you go to a bar, maybe somebody's attractive, but you don't know anything about them. You don't know if you're going to get along. This was a way to find out the stuff that maybe you have in common before, you know, like getting to them in person. But now it's like the most popular apps we have. It's like things like Tinder, where it just it's just a bigger bar. It's like, are you cute? You're cute. You're not cute. You're cute. Like, that's all it is. Uh, you want a little tidbit that connects to our last episode? Also this episode. YouTube started out as a dating website. What? Really? Yep. When it was created, YouTube started out as a dating website, and they didn't have anything to put on it, so they put a bunch of cat videos on it. And <laughs> it was just, that's where it began. Really? Mm-hmm. That's fascinating. No Which, I mean, if you think about it, it kind of works if, like, you're looking at someone who watches all of the same videos as you do and also, like, <laughs> lives in your area and likes the same things you do. Like, isn't that what a dating website is anyways, except with videos? Well, was the idea of it that people would, like, upload videos to it where they were like, Hi. I'm Sydney. I'm 33 years old, and I live in Huntington, West Virginia. I, I am a doctor who likes to spend well, my that, spare time that's that's reading Archie comic books. <laughs> that makes sense. Podcasting, you know? I like, mean, there you, used can, to be dating services where you would get VHSs of like yes. eligible bachelors and look at them, and they were just like that. So that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. That's like how it started that. as, and then people started like signing up and watching the videos, and then, huh. I'm gonna I'm gonna well, go back old school. I'm gonna post a post a, a, a dating profile on YouTube and see how it works out. You me. should do it. Hello. Hi. My name I'm is Taylor, Taylor Smurl. I have a cat. I talk to him mainly more than people all the time. It's really important yeah. that you're nice to him all the time. Wanna date? <laughs> <laughs> my I my idea of sex comes from anime. <laughs> that can be exciting or terrifying, depending how you look at it. I have a lot of swords. I keep them above my bed. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make that weird. That was not a threat. Unless you're dangerous, then it was. But if you're really into swords, then it's just a thing we have in common. <laughs> you can. I have a lot of comic books that you can read if you want to. But you can't. But take only them. if I see you as worthy. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't. They don't leave this room though, ever. And if you eat them with food hands, well, then you can never. Enter this room again. <laughs> that's a I'll great make uh, comics it's a great about approach, a relationship Ted. that you'll never see. Is that cool? <laughs> we just wrote your whole script for you for this video. I think you should make this and upload it onto the interweb. This is perfect. Yeah, it's so good. And you're dressed as Courtney Love right now, so like, do that with it. Yeah, no, nobody knows that. But yeah, hey, hey, my workplace has themed brunches sometimes, and they're awesome. And today is '90s, so why not? <laughs> Who doesn't want a girl that looks like Courtney Love? Who wants a girl that looks like Courtney Love? 
everybody. I was telling Justin the other day about the worst date I ever went on. Oh. Yeah. What was it? The worst date I ever went on, I went with a guy who was, he was very cute and very nice, but um, I thought things were going well, but then he invited one of our mutual friends to come to, which sounded like not, like maybe things weren't going so well. Like not a date? It was like the three of us. But I mean, like, I didn't think anything was going on between the two of them. It was just like, then it became a hang and we went to a mall and they both tried on lots of clothes in Abercrombie and Fitch and American Eagle. And then they looked at sunglasses for a half an hour. And then we ate at Chili's and went home. <laughs> and that was the worst date I've ever been on. <laughs> Does it sound like that bad of a date? I hate shopping and trying on clothes. And oh. I, the only two times in my, the only time in my life I've ever set foot in either Abercrombie and Fitch or American Eagle was on this date. <laughs> I've never set foot in those stores otherwise. I don't, I buy my sunglasses at the gas station when I realize that I broke my sunglasses. I do not pick out fancy sunglasses at sunglass kiosks at the mall. It was not a date geared towards anything Sydney enjoys. And I ate at Chili's at the end of it. And anyway, what I'm saying is it was the worst date I ever went on. I think that's a very useful date, though, because I think part of what you do, at least maybe I do, and maybe this is why I don't go on dates, is you choose dates that specifically qualify somebody to be a partner with you like hey do you want to like come over and play video games because if you're not cool with that then it's good that i know that so that we don't try to date again like if this guy really wants sunglasses and clothes and great you guys aren't compatible that's important that's true it was a very informative date yeah but i was there not at a second date no to use to use um common uh, vernacular now i ghosted ghosted I ghosted Mm. him um, but largely because I had just been out on an amazing first date with somebody else was it Justin and it was Justin and so I ghosted Uh, the other guy which was mean and I do I should have just said hey I don't think this is working well and also I just met my husband again I mean I don't know he's my husband yet but he is you pulled like that same thing you did when you quit your job at the local restaurant (laughs) you said you were living a boat life (laughs) I I, I know I should I'm gonna live on a boat now Goodbye. And then go out with this other guy. I'm going to marry him, too, and have a kid. Sorry. Oh, bye. I think that is a great way to close out this episode about dating. It's to talk about Sydney's chili inside glasses date. <laughs> well, I was going to say, like, I, feel, I, don't, I don't like to... Sometimes people, I'm attracted to them, and I hate that. And then I'm, I start thinking stupidly and acting stupidly. So I feel like most dates are just me trying to find that one thing that I can cling to about them that can make me not like them because <laughs> then I can have all of me back for myself, you know? There like, you go. Yeah. Like that's, that's what, that's a secret Taylor ulterior motive. For 30 minutes, it'll do it. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, I remember first date, it was just the statement, you know what? The prequels weren't that bad. Ooh, goodbye. <laughs> I'm done. I'm out. Never again. <laughs> Well, uh, I hope we've given you. Needed. I hope we've given you lots of great dating advice, Riley. I know exactly how to be in a successful relationship now, thanks to my sisters. Go experience the world. <laughs> Stop texting and go experience new things with your, with your dates, and listen for a dad coming down the stairs when you're mooching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't have stairs in this house, so it's more like, just be very ninja like. Oh, he's gonna creep up on you. Watch uh, some ninja th- scroll. <laughs> don't take sex advice from Taylor <laughs> <laughs> or any advice
Well, uh, thank you, sisters. Uh, thank you for all of our listeners for tuning in again. Um, thank you to Maximum Fun for hosting our show. Go to MaximumFun.org for a lot of other wonderful podcasts that you will enjoy. Uh, you can also go to MaximumFun.org forward slash Jumbotron, and we will send a personal message to somebody on our show. Hey, Valentine's Day. Valentine's well, Day we'll, we'll be over. Just happen. But maybe a <laughs> Valentine's Day. Well, uh, other holiday message. Yeah, and you know, uh, in Japan, um, there's a, there's a there's a holiday that goes along with Valentine's Day. It's a month after it. It's White Day. So, like, I think it's like 